Central. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. How are you doing? And welcome to Tech Radio, the number one Irish tech podcast, bringing you news and tech from around Ireland and across the world. Remember, you can hear Tech Radio on air with RTE Friday evenings or anytime you like with your favourite podcasting app, be it from Apple, Google or Spotify. Of course, we'll keep you up to date daily on all things tech with hourly updates and daily newsletters. You can get them for free at techcentral.ie. My name is Dusty Rhodes. This is episode 855. And joining me as always is our editor-in-chief, Niall Kitson, who has been trying the brand new Samsung Galaxy S21 uh, during the week. We'll find out more about that in a few minutes. But first, let's talk off with the, or kick off with the big story, I suppose, really, from the tail end of last year, uh, when sometime during the summer, President Trump decided to ban TikTok. Yeah, it was last August that uh, TikTok fell foul of the Trump administration, Um, Mm. largely because you might remember this, this wanton, brazen act of rebellion when TikTok users ended up um, scrounging all the tickets for Trump's big kickoff uh, campaign (laughs) event. And consequently, nobody showed up because all the TikTok Mm. users took all the all the uh, tickets. Uh, So that put the social network on the wrong side of Trump and it became this sort of thing of, oh, well, you happen to be owned by a Chinese company. Well, guess what? You've got 90 days to get out of America. That's it. You're done. Mm. Uh, Which turned into, okay, well, you've got 90%, you've got 90 days to divest yourselves of the US operation. So Americans can still use TikTok. It just, it can't be part of ByteDance, which became... Okay, how about ByteDance has like a significant holding or majority shareholding and maybe sell the rest of it to an interested party? And a couple of names were bandied about. I mean, Microsoft was suggested at one point. And then Oracle, for some reason, came into the picture. Uh, Larry Ellison, of course, being a big Trump supporter, which I'm sure had nothing to do with it whatsoever. So it was almost kind of, okay, Oracle are sort of last person standing. It looks like they're going to get the deal. They're going to move into social networking. And um, yep, this is this is it. Deal done. Um, nothing heard about, uh, about it since. Um, and guess what? The deal has been kind of officially shelved. It's not going to happen. And TikTok is still operating in the States as it was. Mm. Um, and there has been no moves to uh, to actually kick it out. So, you know, the, the bluster of the dying days of a presidency. Mm. Well, I remember uh, like one of the deadlines was something like the 12th or the 13th of November where the deal had to be done. And of course, like Trump lost the election uh, like 10 days before that. And with all the kerfuffle that was going on after that, it seemed to be nothing was said about TikTok. So essentially what you're saying is that, you know, now that Trump is gone and all that kind of stuff, it's just been quietly put aside. Pretty much, yeah. I think it was like September was the first sort of deadline. I think I think it went mm. sort of August, September, and then, you know, insert here. Mm. And now, listen... I, I don't want to, you know, kind of be coming out in favour of any particular party, but usually there is no smoke without fire. Um... Do you think that the fact that it's been shelved will mean that the Biden administration in the States will also just completely forget about it? Or do you think that there's just something there that they're a little bit worried about uh, other nations holding user data? 
for on social media networks. Well, that's actually a reasonable point because well, one of the legacies of the Trump administration has been this trade war with China um, and this uh, sort of intimacy, particularly in the area of intellectual property. Um, so, I mean, we, we know this was a manufactured story to begin oh, with. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But there might be something there that will hang over the technology sectors mm. in both countries for a little yeah. while because that's, that element of um, data protection, I think that's a valid concern. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's what, that's what we're going to see. It's kind of quietly been shelved as it was, but I, I don't think it's been forgotten. We wait and see what happens with that. Uh, Facebook making the news this week as well. Facebook making news uh, about virus misinformation and stuff like that. Also making news in my little world, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, I was doing some updates uh, for a company that does a lot of, um, uh, like helping people to sleep. This is what they do, all right? right. And one of the pictures that we used on one of their Facebook posts was a sleep mask. Mm-hmm. Simple as that, right? It got banned from Facebook. You can't advertise this. It's too controversial. A sleep mask. A sleep mask. And I reckon it was because it was an eye mask and the algorithm was picking it up and thinking that it was something that it wasn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's why it got banned. I mean, I didn't even I didn't even follow it up. I just, the eyes went to heaven and I went, oh, for God's sake. Anyways. Yeah. Well, that, welcome that to the algocracy. Yeah. Oh, stop. Yeah, well, it's true. But listen, they are. Um, but they, yes, it's right. They are so big. You know, they've got to be watched um, or they've got to be very careful about what they're doing. And this is in the news this week because uh, they are taking their own moves about uh, information on Facebook regarding the virus. Yeah, well, Facebook has decided that misinformation is a thing and maybe they should do something about it. <laughs> Um, Yeah, yeah. in any other reality, this this would be a non-story and it would have happened a year ago. Um, But unfortunately for the times that we live in, it is a story. So Facebook has begun to crack down on groups that have been spreading misinformation around COVID-19. And this goes to sort of the wackier end of the spectrum, you know, sort of the anti-vax community, the people that allege that the spread of uh, COVID-19 is related to uh, 5G technology, the people that think it's, you know, there's uh, elements of, you know, vaccines containing microchips. So if you go and get yourself vaccinated, you will be traceable wherever you go. You know, mm. the, the really sort of wacky end of things. So Facebook has managed to um, start cracking down on these groups to sort of limit the effect of these echo chambers. Now, unfortunately, when something goes viral, when the genie is out of the bottle, it's it's very hard to rein these things back in. You've got to stop this stuff at source. You can't say after the fact, oh, you know, we've we've solved the problem because we've got really good moderation now, and you know, we were we were able to sort this. <sighs> I mean, once this stuff is out there, it's gonna find an audience and it's gonna find true believers. And this is the danger of social media as opposed to broadcast, because all of a sudden you find yourself surrounded by like-minded people going, do you know what? There's something in this, you know, Mm. this is, how would you know? How would you know there aren't microchips in the vaccine? Well, I tell you, I tell you who would put microchips in the, in the vaccine, that'd be the government. (laughs) And we, we hate the government. (laughs) So yeah, it's, I mean, it's, of course, of course, they, they have to be doing this. They should have been doing it all along. Um, mm. They should be monitoring these group these groups with, you know, 
half the um, effort they put into monitoring groups about breastfeeding, for example. Or yeah, or eye mask wearing. <laughs> you know, like really, it boggles the mind when, when when you consider also that they set up their, for want of a, a better word, their their appeals board, their human rights board. I forget the exact name of it. Last year, uh, which issued their first report and said, "You know what? You're really not good at this stuff." <laughs> and that's their own report. internal board it took a report to say oh for god's sake alright anyway well fortunately then we uh, Facebook will be very careful about what information it's putting out about viruses mm. and stuff like that also making the news today uh, Google now this this is kind of a long running thing and it's not available in Ireland yet but it's just launched in the UK uh, they've done a deal with news newspapers and other news sources yeah and I, I think this is a, a very fun well from our perspective, it's fascinating because, you know, us that work in the in the media. Um, mm-hmm. So what has basically happened was that in Australia, uh, Google is being sued by um, a bunch of newspapers. I think News Corp might be part of it. Oh, and, very much so, yeah. Uh, the idea was, okay, Google News, you get traffic, you get ad revenue, you get stuff from us off our content that costs us money to produce and publish and that we're legally liable for and you guys are getting it for free and it's not your problem and if there's anything wrong with it it's not your problem it's on us yeah who 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 wins out of this you know i mean we get traffic you know so what i mean the traffic that we get doesn't offset the commercial benefit of what it cost us to make this stuff so that and you know website like the bbc i mean does the BBC need an extra traffic from Google, from Google News? Not really. I mean, BBC is a well, well enough known brand. But anyway, so Google have come up with uh, sort of a, a, their own program. I guess they're being a little bit, um, a little bit active on this. They're, they're calling it Google News Showcase, right? Where they are paying certain publishers uh, a fee to curate the best of their content. Right. So in the UK, they have 120 uh, publications have signed up to this. Right. And kind of the idea is that, yeah, we, we will take the best of your content and package it. And we're going to have it, have it put together on uh, the Google News app for iOS and Android. So, you know, there's high quality stuff being uh, being uh, disseminated. And uh, you know it'll it'll be it'll be worth your while, I guess. I don't know. I don't have details on how much money is actually going to exchange over this. Um, but we're we're seeing more of a stage where uh, publishers will have to submit to be seen on Google News. That they they will have to, um, I guess, sign up to a certain number of terms and conditions, which will indemnify Google from being. Uh, sued in the way mm. that they are being uh, in Australia. So essentially what's happening then is that Google is doing deals with content creators and in this case where we're talking newspapers and news outlets and what they're doing is they are taking this news and they're putting it into a Google News Showcase app mm. Which yeah. is kind of a different story from search, really, because that app is very much a, a news app. And Google are paying the news uh, content creators for that, which I think is fair enough. Mm. And I believe that some of the content available will be stuff that's normally behind a paywall. Yeah, yeah. 
So Google's getting their money's worth and, you know, kind of the content providers are essentially getting a new customer. That is a brilliant scenario. Mm. Uh, I think what still is being argued, though, and this is where we need to be careful, as you say, in Australia, that argument is still going on with Google search and with news and what happens when, you know, you do a search for, you know, ScoMo or Scott Morrison, I should say, yeah. uh, in Australia has said such and such. And the first result is Google, cons- you know, kind of uh, quoting the Australian newspaper. And the Australian newspaper will be saying, well, we should be paid for that. And Google are going, well, no, you should be paying us because we're showing you in the search mm. results. Yeah. And it's a bit of a... And unfortunately, the, the strategy that we're seeing over there at the moment is kind of divide and conquer. That it mm. seems that different outlets are having separate conversations conversations with Google that there doesn't seem to be a unified front on this. Um, so not everybody no. is signing up. Uh, no. And of course, you know, Google will find a way not to part with money on this. Do you reckon? Yeah, they will. Yeah, yeah. They'll just go, okay, if you want to be part of Google News, you got to sign up with this. Here's the terms yeah. and conditions because we on Tech Central get traffic from Google News. Um, mm. And it's it's very nice. We don't get an awful lot from it, but it's there. And sometimes you get picked up by Google News and you go, you're like, oh, okay, our story is doing pretty well. Um, yeah. But I don't remember us submitting ourselves to Google News way back in the day. So when Tech Central was being set up. So I guess it's it's a matter of, you know, it's going to be a very small walled garden if you want Correct. to be in well, Google News in future. Well, we shall wait and see. Uh, it's uh, available in the UK, not in Ireland at the moment, but it will be coming, and um, particularly with Google having such a presence here in Ireland, it, it will not be long. Um, Google News Showcase will be the app to get, and you'll be able to get it on the App Store, and I think it'll be well worth... I think I think it'll be a good news source, actually. I think it will. We'll mm. worry about that later. Okay, uh, that's uh, the news for this week. This is Tech Central, your weekly tech podcast from Ireland's techcentral.ie. Now let's get into the meat and potatoes of this week's episode. Niall has had the Samsung Galaxy S21 in his little lava. Yeah, I've I've actually had the S21 Plus with 5G. So this is sort of the middle child, if you will, because there's the uh, S21, which is sort of pitched at the kind of upper mid tier. Then there's the S21 Plus, which is sort of flagship status. Mm-hmm. And then there is the S21 Ultra, which is which really is sort like of... me. There you go. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the upper, upper end. I want everything. You want <laughs> you everything. The absolute best that you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grant, so you've kind of got the middle one. Now... Uh, uh, what I understand or from what I remember of the launch was kind of I was I was like excited and then slightly disappointed with the S21. And I'll tell you why. Right. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem to be a huge jump from the S20. Yes. Uh, it seemed to be actually very similar to the S20. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like and in some ways you'd be kind of, ah, oh. but it was 200 quid cheaper than the S20. Mm-hmm. So that is a major plus. So mm. this is why I want, I want, want, to, want to find out about it as a phone in itself. Where do you want to start? Yeah, okay. I, uh, You know, let's start with that as a, a jumping off point because, yeah, you're right. Like, there's not an awful lot of difference. Um, mm. I, an incremental update in some respects, but let's go through some things that I think you'll like and some things that I think you'll be like, ah, here, that's, okay. that's a bit ridiculous. Okay, okay go on. So we've got a a 6.7 inch screen, Mm -hmm. uh, which is very, very nice indeed. 
uh, it will it will shoot 4K up to 8K. Uh, mm-hmm. It has three cameras. It has a selfie camera. It has an ultra wide, and it has a, a telephoto mm-hmm. lens. Um, it's got uh, actually uh, in terms of the screen, it's actually got a slightly lower um, uh, pixel count, but it's got a higher refresh rate. So if you're watching something that's been made in the here, here and now in HD, um, it's actually going to look as well, uh, even though, you know, the, the native resolution, if you will, is, well, is you, slightly you've had it. So, so does this actually make any difference in reality? No, not in reality. No, no. I mean, I've, I've been watching some some clips of various resolutions and it hasn't made a lick of difference. Um, right. Of course, the S21 Plus has a 6.7 inch screen compared to the 6.2, I think it is. Yeah. On the uh, 6.5. No, sorry. 6.2. 6.2. Now, yeah. I've got the 6.2 uh, inch and I find that big in my pocket. Have you tried sticking that monster into your pocket? Um, yes, I have. And here's the thing. The S21 Plus has a glass back on it, right? It uses Gorilla Glass Victus, which is sort of okay. next up from Gorilla Glass, which is what the, the iPhone would use. Uh, and of course, when you've got, got some glass front and back, it is naturally more slippy. So, you know, you, you one of the first things you should do is go and buy yourself a, a case because, you yeah. know, I mean, they'll say that it's safe to drop from, you know, whatever. But first thing I always do is, is grab a case. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'd be the same. Yeah, uh, you, just for that extra peace of mind, you know. Um, it always it also has an always on display. Uh, I don't know if that if that means anything to you to to have. It does your phone. Uh, I don't on. actually use it now. I, I I do have it, but it's it's feature I don't use. And when you're talking about cases, uh, I think it's Rhino Shield is the one that uh, I use. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is nice. It's just really hard plastic that kind of goes around the edge of the phone. It doesn't cover the front of it or the back of it. Right. Uh, but it's done in such a way so there's a little lip so that if you do drop it, uh, it will be protected. But I do use one of the screen protectors as, as as well on it. I have dropped the phone a couple of times. I've never really had any problems, thank God, as mm. I have in the past. We all learn that lesson, don't we, the hard way. Mm. Um but now, uh, 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 sorry, I've, I've completely forgotten. I, I went, I went off that's okay. We were talking about always on again? stuff. The um, always on stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't use the always on thing. Um, and I don't know why. Maybe I should just have the, the time. That, that's as much as I would want. I don't want notifications. That's the last thing I want on the phone because I'm just over notificationed. In general. In general. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we'll keep chugging along. It's got eight gigs of RAM. Eight gigs of RAM. That's that's like you start your laptop. A starting laptop will have eight gigs of RAM. What a world we live in. Um, and uh, okay, time to start getting into things that will absolutely wreck your head about it. Okay. Okay. Um, it does not have a three point five millimeter jack. Yeah, I know. So that is disappointing. But it does not have an SD slot. It does not have expandable storage. Mm, that also is disappointing, but it's a uh, USB-C chargeable, which is which is something. But and this is this is a trend that we're going to see more and more uh, in tech. It does not come with its own plug. It comes with a, a small little um, charger cable, but it doesn't come with a plug. Mm. Uh, it also does not come with a set of headphones for obvious reasons. If you're if you're not going to use uh, if you're not going to give a three point five millimeter jack, why would you? send it off with a set of headphones, which does mm. lead it into the second product that they really want to push onto you these days, which is which their is Galaxy Live 
uh, true wireless earbuds. Yeah. Uh, which I can say I've used the um, Galaxy Live. I've been using the Galaxy Pro, the Galaxy Buds Pro. Uh, I haven't quite gotten into them just yet. Um, okay. The Galaxy Buds Live are fantastic. Uh, I really enjoy them. Here's the thing when it comes to Galaxy Buds. Um, make sure that there is an app that will work with your smartphone. Otherwise, they are useless, right? The Galaxy Buds Live that I have, there is an iOS app that they will work with. That's great. If you get a Samsung phone, if you get an Android phone, all the Galaxy Buds will work with them uh, and work really well. Um, they're detected really quickly. They sit in your phone. The app is very good. You get to choose your uh your EQ levels, you get to choose your um, noise cancellation levels. There's mm. so much customization there. However, if you want Galaxy Buds, Galaxy Buds Plus, Galaxy Buds Live, um, no dice. You do not have, uh, sorry, Galaxy Buds Pro, which is the latest ones they have out. Um, not going to work. Not going to work on an iOS device. They're really ah, pushing right, okay. you to use your Galaxy Buds with uh, an Android phone, preferably one of their own, wouldn't you well, know? Well, in fairness, Apple would be the same. Uh, I don't know. You can, you can use AirPods with, uh, with Android yeah, phones, you can, can you? But all it takes is for Apple to make one upgrade and then it won't work with other phones. <laughs> okay, jury, no, jury is out on Apple. AirPods. Uh, well, whichever. Listen, they they're all making their own their own thing. But anyway, there's more to a phone than the uh, uh, the earpods. Anyway, what else have you got on the S twenty one? Let's see. Uh, of course, it comes with Android eleven uh, out of the box with Samsung's own One UI. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you. Are you a fan of the user interface, Dusty? In general, I don't like I'm it. Ju- I'm I'm used to it. You see, I've been using Samsung for years, so that's just the way it is. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, let's let's just get around to saying, uh, okay, bigger screen. It's also got a slightly bigger battery as well. So mm-hmm. I, probably not that much more noticeable in terms of um, uh, performance. Apparently, it's up there with the Ultra, but because the camera, but because the phone does less, it's kind of It lasts not longer. That, yeah. Well, well look, it, it does the same in terms of length as the ultra version, but it also does less than the ultra version. So there are fewer things to drain on the battery. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, The the main thing is, is was it working fine for you? Like you didn't have to charge it halfway through the day. You get a full day, you get two days out of these things these days. Yeah, the charging on it was actually pretty impressive. I think after Mm -hmm. 30 minutes, it was up to 55%. So that that wasn't bad at all. Uh, You know, if you're stuck in a pinch, like, you know, half an hour will be fine. And it supports uh, 25 watt charging as well. Also, uh, wireless charging and uh, point to point charging. So you can share your battery with someone else around you if they have a similarly enabled phone. All right. Okay. Grand. Like. So you were happy with the uh, uh, the power on it. Uh, mm. You were happy with the screen on it. The screen looks good. The mm. UI is not for you. Uh, did you take uh, photographs and video? I did. Yeah. Uh, the three lenses that they have, they've got the, the selfie camera, the main, uh, and uh, of course the ultra wide and the telephoto. Um, I have to say I was impressed enough with, with all of the, the ultra wide. I thought it was great fun taking uh, panoramic views of my quite small abode, which it managed mm-hmm. to get everything in. Um, mm-hmm. Telephoto was pretty good. Um, of course, we're, we're dealing with digital zoom. So uh, I think three times digital zoom was what we managed on the telephoto, um, 
which is okay. There's good stabilization for these. No, I, 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 is it definitely digital zoom? Because some of it is optical zoom. It's normally yeah, three I, times I, optical zoom because it's going through the different uh, lenses. And then you get into the digital zoom and it's a bit dicky. Mm, okay, let me anyway, just, the digital yeah. zoom you found was a bit dicky. I, I well, I've I found it to be okay. I think three times is a little bit. Um, I don't say scabby, but I mean we've we've seen the current iPhone go up to ten. Yeah. So I th- I think that's kind of you know it it is a digital zoom. Sorry, uh, just checking the. Um, that's there. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, normally what they do is they're able to change the focal length by uh, going through the various uh, cameras. That's why they're they're the various lenses, I should say. That's why they've Mm. got the different lenses on it. Oh, sorry, Dusty, I stand corrected. It is indeed an optical zoom. There you you go, go. grand. Okay, but only up to a certain point, right? Yeah. Uh, I've seen the ads for uh, Samsung on TV and they make a big thing about this guy who's like 10 miles away in a hot air balloon and you just zoom in and it looks like he's next door. Yeah. Yeah, that that sounds that strikes me as being a load of <laughs> not possible, or yeah. maybe <laughs> if it's too good to true be true, maybe it is. Um, yeah. So well, also it, bear in mind that the more you zoom in, the more stabilization becomes an issue. Well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, so when you really are pushing the zoom, not that great, but. All things considered, it's better than you might expect. Better than I expected. Yeah, I thought I thought the quality of the cameras overall was was pretty good. Uh, and of All course, right. you can shoot in 4K and even 8K uh, if one were so inclined. Uh, although I, I really don't think there's there's much benefit to shooting in 8K at the moment. I don't think the I just think wasn't it something we we had a look at as to whether the human eye can actually appreciate things beyond a certain level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a test on on one of the TV screens, and it was a gigantic screen, and it had whatever you know, whatever eight K or four K, four K, I think it was, uh, or no, I think it was ten eighty p actually, and uh, and one of the pixels was dead all mm. the way through the presentation, and nobody noticed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because as you say, it's just it's it, it's it's too much. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. There, there's the the specs overview. Uh, I found it quite comfortable in the hand. Uh, a little bit slippy because it's glass in the front and the back. Um, hence, get a case for it. Uh, quite comfortable to use. The fingerprint sensor was nice and responsive. Um, the the only things that would sort of go against it, I think, would be the the price point because you are kind of paying premium. You know, it's it's eleven hundred euro you know, SIM free. So then you got, you're getting into deals with your, with your carrier to see how, how well you can get out of it. Um, and it's, it's kind of the middle child between the S21 and the S21 Ultra. Um, personally, I don't think 5G is a selling point. I think the overall as a package, the S21 is probably better value. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it suffers a bit from being a little bit too much in the middle. Uh, I can see what they're doing with the range, um, but yeah, I'd probably stick to the S21. All right. You are uh, an iPhone guy. Mm -hmm. So uh, I am getting the impression that there's not quite enough in this S21 to drag you away from the iPhone, no? No, no, not in this occasion. And to (laughs) to be honest, like until somebody comes up with a nicer UI than Apple, I'm, you know, it's it's, it's going to be a tough sell. 
But whereas I would be the opposite because I, I'm a Samsung guy and I really do like their interface and uh, and I would buy uh, an S21 in in a heartbeat. But the problem is, is that the uh, uh, S whatever it is that I'm on at the moment is fine. <laughs> yeah. It's what are you using like, you at know, the moment? Is it an, an uh, S20? Is it? Uh, I think it's an S20. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I I, I don't see the reason to uh, uh, to upgrade. But that, that's that's the problem all of all of the phone manufacturers have at the moment. But there you go. Yeah. Such is life. Listen, now uh, it's been very interesting getting your point of view actually on the S21 because you're an iPhone guy uh, it sounds like you were impressed but not uh, impressed enough to jump ship yeah not blown away but yeah Grand. maybe okay. maybe Grand. we have to adhere to the law of even numbers again I would always adhere to the law of the even numbers and never buy an odd number phone <laughs> absolutely, absolutely we've learned that the hard way listen that's brilliant Niall thank you very much for uh, keeping us up to speed on that and all the news for the week as well that is our show for this week we're just out of time uh, do remember you can get the lowdown on all things tech in Ireland with hourly updates daily newsletters and more which you can grab from techcentral.ie or of course listen to us each week online or on Fridays on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra until next time from myself just to Roads and from Nile. Thanks so much for listening and have a great weekend. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie. Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com. Tech Central.